Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this is what the Lord is doing in this season. Making the fathers unveil the things that he had caused them to go through. So that we will obtain experience through the experience. That the scripture will be fulfilled that in thy light we've seen light. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. This morning it is my prayer. That God will so touch our spirits. That will be yielded to embrace the light of fathers. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. On this note, I want us to celebrate the bishop and our dear mother. You see, you are not celebrating well. A life genuinely lived. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I'm privileged to share on this topic the place of faith in giving and receiving. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And this subject is a subject that I have been really interested in to yeah. understand. Hallelujah. And this subject is a subject that I've spoken with fathers to have the understanding, their experiences exposed. And why has this subject been so important to me? Because one day I went out to evangelize. And I met a certain old woman. When she saw the Bible in my hand, she exclaimed, I don't want Christians here. All you people are fake. You are thieves. And I was surprised. What have I done? And she she started a story. When we go to church, they tell us, give, 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 give. I have given, sir, and I'm broke. And I'm sure you have been sent <laughs> to bring me back to church <laughs> so that I will continue in this my poverty. How many of us have experienced that thing? But is it true? Is it true that when we give, nothing happens? Everybody will say no, 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 no. But how come it is difficult for you to give beyond your means when God requests for it? That you have bills to pay. You have rent to settle. And God, by His Spirit, gives you a personal specific instruction. Give me an offering of this kind. And truly, you have that amount. But the first thought 
that cross your mind he that does not provide for his family is worse than an infidel so I must take care of the rent take care of the bills then the rest Lord will talk about it are you not sure you are in the same terrain of this woman I just shared a story Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So this subject is very crucial. We read a scripture from Luke 6.38. Let's start our conversation from there. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So what does the scripture say? It said give. Hallelujah. And it shall be what? It will be what? Given to you. Are you hearing it? Give. And it's, it will what? Be given to you. It says, good measure. Press down. Shaking together. And running over. Will be put into your bosom. For with the same measure that you use. It will be measured back to you. Hallelujah. Is the word of God so in your own Bible? I think in a couple of weeks we learned about this particular scripture and we said that this giving, he didn't say only money. But it was a general term, it's a broad message. We give many things. And these many things have what they do. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We give our time. When you give your time to books, what will happen to you? Oh, talk to me, talk to me. How many of us have given attention to reading? You've given attention to reading books. What happened? Oh, talk to me. You became intelligent, eh? You became knowledgeable. Wow. How many of us have given time to women before? Oh, you are like me. Lift up your hand. Ah, Bishop, now I see why a lot of people are single. They don't give time. Hey, let me testify to the glory of God. Because since the day I had this conv- conviction in my heart that that was my wife. I realize that I have a weakness in picking calls. But for this one, when even a flash comes, I make the time to retaliate. <laughs> so when the time came and I had to say what I had to say, in the heart of the lady this is a man who is caring this is a man who listens this is a man who makes time for me if not yes what else you are still looking at me you are not writing it it says 
Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So the scripture says, anything that must be given, give, and it shall be given to you. It goes on to affect money. When you give money, expect that money will come to you. When you give love, expect love to come to you. Anything you expect to come your way, says be the person to give it out. Is that principle understood? Now, I want to narrow my message to giving money, offerings. And to narrow it, to specific figures as God leads you. And it is my humble desire that every mental stronghold that prohibits you from giving bountifully will be broken. Genesis chapter 8, the verse 22. Genesis 8, the verse 22. Let's listen to this law of nature. It says, while the earth remaineth, whilst the earth remaineth, or whilst the earth remains, I believe this King James, uh, New King James. All right. So let's borrow it from the screens. Are we looking at it? It says, while the earth remains. Did you hear that? What is that, that's, that phrase trying to tell you? Then the catcher say, that as long as the world has not passed away, as long as the world is still in place, the earth is still in place, he said, seed time and harvest. Seed time and harvest. Now the seed time represents a sowing period. Then the harvest is when we reap or we harvest. So are you seeing that the law of life? That there is a time we sow seeds. Talking of investing. Giving to. And there is a time also on earth. Whatever a man has sown, he deserves to receive a harvest. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Galatians chapter 6. Galatians 6, verse 7 and 8. So have we seen the first law? As long as this earth remains, seed time and harvest, all these seasons, winter and cold, summer, whatever, he said it will not cease. Hallelujah. So let's take note of it. Now Galatians says this. He says, do not be deceived. Do not be what? And the me, I can't say. And that Don't allow yourself to be deceived. Why? God is not mocked. Did you hear that? You can't come and tease God. And why can't God be mocked? 
It was the Lord that said, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest and all the seasons, they will not pass away. So now in Galatians, Paul is saying, don't ever in your dreams be deceived. To ever think that God was joking when he said those words. For whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Hello? I think I have done a good job. We can close and go home, right? This is a serious matter. So when you sow and you are not reaping, is it God's fault or you? He designed the world and put this law that as long as it remains, the earth remains. Whatever is sown in the earth or upon the earth, the earth must give back its harvest. And everything obeys God. Including the devil. Oh, you don't know. It is because it is so. That's what the scripture has written. Is spoken in the scripture. It says, "All things work together for the good of them that love God." And it includes the devil. A man said a story about how the devil used to attack him in dreams and things. The more the devil attacked him, the more he prayed. And the more he prayed, the more God honored his word. That said, that call upon me, I will answer and I will show you great and mighty things. So by the time people realized things that normal people have never done before, they were the very things this man was doing. Because God enabled him to see great and mighty things. So at the end of the day, did the devil not become a worker of God? Listen, the devil cannot cheat you out of your inheritance. Now I wrote here and I said that giving is an expression of our love to God. So when you are not a giver, when you don't give, it's a sign that you don't love God. John 3.16, what does it say? For God so loved the world that he did what? He gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him should not perish. But should have everlasting life. That is the quality of the gift God gave. 
This gift was so potent that when you accept it, you can never perish. And why did he give such a valuable gift? Because he so loved. So when you give, it reveals the quality of your love. So then it means that how you also give and what you give also matters. Because it, it describes the magnitude of that love you are confessing. Hello. So tell somebody, don't chip in your love. Tell your neighbor, love is expensive. Love is not cheap. I remember when I was getting married I thought any ring would do but they said a gold ring when I went to ask for the ring they were now measuring they said this carrot is this this carrot is this. And I was like, don't you have the carrot I can, I can carry? <laughs> the man looked at me and looked at my wife. Then he said, oh boss. So this woman no fine give you. If you buy this cheap carrot. It no be precious give you. I heard the statement and I looked at my status. Thank God he didn't know I was a pastor. <laughs> because you said that I should know better. <laughs> I was so ashamed there. Immediately I told him, give me this carat. I wear the thing like this. I knew it was good. Since the day I put it in the hand on the hand of my wife, it's so the many talks people do. I don't talk too much. But when I wake up in the morning, I just take the hand. I am saying that because you are too precious and too expensive. You are worth what is on your hand. And you are worth more than that. Yeah. I tell you, it is heavier than you get. I love you. I love you. No, 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 no. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The number two thing I want you to understand is this: when you give, mommy, I, as you, my wife, get ready. I've received clearance. I will add that one to it. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Oh, who else will also add that one to it? It's working in your life. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You see, this is why we love our fathers and our mothers. They help enrich our lives. Yeah, your life is being enriched. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Now, let's look at this scripture. First Chronicles chapter 29. First Chronicles 29, the verse 3. Hallelujah. Praise it's a wonderful scripture. He said, moreover, because I have set my affection, my love on the house of my God, I have given to the house of my God over and above all that I have prepared for the holy house, my own special treasure of gold and silver. Did you hear that? 
David is saying, I love God so much. Today, Bishop talked about David briefly. That he knows how to do what? To gather God to himself. Have you realized that everybody is a friend to one who gives gifts? Oh, you don't know. A man's gift will make room for and bring him before. Oh, you don't know. Everybody is a lover of one who gives gifts. And David said, moreover, because I have set my affection on the house of God. I love God so much that I cannot understand that he doesn't have a place he abides. So I'm going to prepare a house for him. And he said, this love I have for God is the reason why I have prepared for the holy house. He said, over and above. Then he said, it is coming from my own special treasure. Of gold and of silver. You see why God was so much in love with David. David as a man. I don't know why I did it, but Bishop said something. Since the Holy Spirit came upon David, he became another man. He understood the ways of God. And he knew how as a man you can gather God into your courts. The bishop said that the Holy Ghost is not for tongue speaking alone. Do you know that the love of God is shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit? If that scripture is functioning in reality in your life, you can come to that place whereby you can be like David. I have prepared from my own special treasure gold and silver. So you see why I said that your giving is a reflection of the kind of love you have towards God. In First Kings chapter 3, verse 3 to 4 Bible says that and Solomon loved the law and he offered a thousand what? burnt sacrifices yeah, so, and Solomon loved the Lord walking in the statutes of his father David except that he sacrificed and burnt incense at the high places next verse he said, now, the king went to Gibeon to sacrifice there. For there was a great high place. Solomon offered a thousand burnt offerings on that altar. Did you hear that? A thousand what? Burnt offerings. That means that the kind of offerings he was offering unto God upon that altar was nah. in the thousands. And why was that so? The, the first after. The very first verse we read. And Solomon loved the Lord. How many of us love the Lord? Hey, the way you are raising the hand is like it is becoming myopic. 
How many of us love the law? And Solomon loved the law. And he sacrificed. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. All right. So now, why is it that we give? And we are not seeing results. It's because the element of faith is missing. Give. But give out of faith. Last week we, we touched on we giving and having a right motive. But this morning I want to touch on we giving by faith. Now what is this faith? Absolute trust in God. Did you hear that? Total dependence on God and his word. Did you hear what I said? And what is this faith? Where is it coming from? The scripture makes us to understand that faith comes by hearing. This morning, may I say, I mean, present to us that faith is a person. If he wasn't the person, he wouldn't come. He comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Let me show you the personality of faith. Revelations 19 verse 11. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. He said, now I saw heaven open. Behold, a white horse. And he who sat on him was called. Did you hear that? He was called what? Faithful and true. And in righteousness he judges and makes war. The next verse. His eyes were like a flame of fire. And on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself. The next verse. He was clothed with a rope dipped in blood and his name is called the word of God. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Another name of this person was seated on the horse nah. whose name was faithful and true. When further descriptions were, was given about him they said his name again it's now, called the word of God. Now, see, now we are good students of the Bible. Who is this word of God? Bishop has taught us here. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. And the word was God. Is that also? Then the word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. And we beheld his word. His glory as the only begotten son. Okay, so who is this word of God? He is the faithful one. The one who is full of faith. And the Bible says, faith comes by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. So that means that when you begin to pay attention to the word, 
You are inviting he who is faithful. Who also is the word of God. Do you know that until you are full of a thing, you can't dispense it? So that description the scripture gave makes him the one who dispenses and discharges faith. I am not surprised the apostles asked that he increases their faith. Why? He is the source of faith. And because he is the source, that is why when you believe in him, you will not perish. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So I said, we are not seeing the result because we've not come to depend. What is it that we must know that will make us depend? In Genesis 8 22, I told you what he said. He said, as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will never cease. He said, cold and heat, winter and summer, and day and night shall not cease. You and I know that during our Sunday school, we were singing this song, Forever, O Lord, your word is settled in heaven. We have also heard that heaven will pass, earth will pass, but not a thought of his word will pass away. You let me leave all these theological cliches and just come to Genesis 1. You and I read and we heard when there was, there was chaos upon the earth. We heard that God said, let there be light. And whatever God said, that is what happened. Anything God said happened. Is it now that this one too God said will not happen? So what is this faith you must have when you are giving? That God has said, when I give, whatsoever I give it shall be given to me press down shaking together running over shall men give unto my bosom so as far as I am concerned it wasn't a man of God that said this one it was God himself who made the heavens and the earth that said it and as long as he has said it it will happen and so this is my persuasion I give with this understanding in my spirit that my God will fulfill his word in my life this is the simple faith our fathers had and they had results why are you shaking I have three 
examples to give us. Number one was Abraham. Number two is Isaac. And number three is a certain poor widow. Hallelujah. In Genesis 22, God had already given Abraham Isaac. After Abraham had been waiting, now he was now 100 years. And the child truly came. And God said, Bring your son to Mount Moriah and sacrifice him. Give it to me as a bent offering. Do you know, early morning, Abraham got up, carried the young man, and started going. Have you never wondered why did Abraham immediately get up the next day to do it? In Hebrews, the Bible said he believed that God was able to raise his son back to life. Why did this faith come? I have waited for God many years without a son. He kept telling me by his word that I will have my own son. I had a son through Hagar, my wife's servant. And God still told her, him. He is not the one. A son will come out of your loins. And in a centenary year, and that is hundredth year, he saw that son. I believe that was enough to convince Abraham. At this age, I have passed menopause. I have passed purpose. But God, by his word, brought to pass what was impossible. Is it now that he's asking for my son for sacrifice that he can't bring me many sons? Abraham just got up and did it. Every one of us have a referral point. Some of us, we didn't believe we will finish in your high. Not only did you finish, you are in the university and you have graduated. And you are here sitting and looking at me and telling me that God cannot bless you beyond measure. If he had done that one before, this one is too small for him to do. Do you know why my voice has changed suddenly? A man looked at me and said, because you are a girl, you cannot marry. As if we are cursed. But one day, I chanced on a scripture that says that none shall lack its mate. <laughs> I kept enforcing it that God has said it. Then I kept prophesying, I shall marry without money. Do you know why I kept prophesying this? Was it not so that Adam was asleep? Working for God, and God brought the woman. And they were married. 
So is it me that I will come and struggle? I was at my somewhere and God brought her and said, she is the one. I have passed the first Bible test. I saw and I said, Father, I lied. The next portion is that I saw that they were married and they have given birth to children. Adam didn't have challenges with diary. Is it me that my struggle? I pray for you and I. That the word of God we have read and heard will be enough for us to stand and allow God prove Himself faithful in our lives. Bible says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. When we give our offerings and our tithes, it is to please God. And it is to honor him in our lives. But when faith is not attached to it, it does not please him. And that is why there is no release of the blessing attached to your giving. But today you have understood what this faith is. That you are giving with an understanding of what his word has said. And you are placing demand on the word. Knowing that the word cannot fail in your life. If it did not fail in Abraham's life. If it did not fail in Isaac's life. You are not the one that it will fail in your life. From henceforth your faith will speak. The word of God will become life in your life. You will see notable testimonies of the wonders of the word. Why? Because the word is true. This morning, want to lift up your hands. The men who were with Jesus walking towards Emmaus said, Did he not, when he spoke to us, did our heart not burn with fire? This morning, your prayer is one. Lord, let this word I've heard ignite a strange fire and in fact a favorable fire and a passionate love to give. And to see biblical results as others have seen. In the name of Jesus, lift your voice and begin to speak to the Lord. He said his word is like fire. When this fire burns, it burns every stuff that becomes a blockade and blocks you from having clarity of vision. Lord, let your word oh, be stirred up in me like fire. Let it devour anything that erects itself as a blockade that becomes an impediment. Why? Because the season of my manifestation is come. Your word has gone forth. That the time to favor Zion is come. Now is that time. And when you favor the people, you usher them into their rest, into their abundance. Is it not written that God is able to make all grace abound unto you? That you having all sufficiency in all things may abound unto every good work and thing. Lord, this is my time. This is my season. When the house, the mouth of the Lord's house will be exalted, the men will take hold of them themselves and say, let us go to the God of David Angelo that he will teach us his ways. Why they see notable testimonies that 
this God blesses, that this God elevates, I pray that your word will be shut up in my bones like fire, that I will obey, I would seek to do every dictate the word has commanded without fail in the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus, let it burn every chaff. Anything that has erected itself, oh, and elevated itself above your knowledge within me, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father, there is nothing as powerful as, as your word. Your word has in itself the ability to perform the very reason for which you sent it. This morning, your word has a free course amidst us. In the name of Jesus. As long as the earth remains, our seed time and our harvest will not be in vain. We will see results. The word of the Lord will be fulfilled in our lives. That indeed we gave and it was given back to us. Press down, shake it together. Running over did the Lord cause men to give to us. It is our set time of favor. And the earth cannot deny us in the name of